where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. God promises to give each of his children peace. His peace brings with him calmness, joy, and hope. His gift of peace is without end. Why then are we troubled and fearful? It is because we do not fully place our faith in Jesus and allow him to clothe us with his peace. We do not accept his gifts of calmness, joy, and hope. Today, don't be afraid. Don't let your heart worry or be anxious. All you must do is take him at his word. He said he would give you peace, and he told you not to be afraid. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures, revealing the importance of taking God at his word. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. And what joy it is to know that there is a peace to be had in this world, and his name is Jesus. We look for peace in so many different ways. We may sometimes read about it in books. Sometimes we may try to drown our worries and our fears in busyness so that we don't have time to think. And sometimes for many of us, we might try to find peace by numbing our bodies so that we don't feel or hear. And so we may take in substances that we think are going to help us through this time of trouble. But the reality of it is there is only one thing that gives peace, and that is Jesus. And there is only one way to peace, and that is a personal relationship with Jesus. And today we're going to take a look at some scriptures that help us understand how Jesus gives us peace. And we all can understand the importance of peace. We know why we want peace. We all understand that peace is something that we need to obtain in our lives because too much stress and worry makes life miserable and often causes us many health problems, sometimes anxiety and high blood pressure and even diabetes and arthritis and inflammation. There are so many things that can be attributed to having too much stress in our lives. And, you know, you go sometimes to a doctor and they say you need to relieve yourself of stress. And we think about what we can do. And for many of us, the life that we have, the work that we have, it it just naturally is stressful. But we all can do one thing, and that is place our faith in Jesus Christ and come to him with our burdens and our troubles, and we can watch him give us a peace that passes understanding and a joy unspeakable and full of glory. We can watch him flood our soul 
with peace as we put our trust and our faith in him. The verse I'd like to bring to your attention as we begin our journey through the scriptures today is John chapter 14 and verse 27. And he says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. These are precious words of Jesus. And we know in that same chapter, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. But as we're looking at the words of this scripture, we can see that he says that he would give us peace, and he told us not to be afraid. These might be empty words if you're saying them or I'm saying them. In the midst of some very scary, frightful situation, I can say, hey, don't be afraid. Everything's going to be all right. And that might not bring you a lot of joy or calmness or peace or comfort. But when Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Those are words that should bring us great peace and calmness. Because when we bow our heart to Jesus and we ask him to give us his peace, what we're saying is open up our hearts, open up our minds, and give us more of you. And the reality of it is, is that he has given himself to us completely, but we haven't received all of him because we don't allow him in all the different rooms of our heart and life. We shut some things off because maybe we have a propensity to want to do something that we know if God would shine his light in that room, that we would know that that's something we need to let him take from us. And so often we find ourselves just sort of closing some walls off from the Lord, somehow thinking that that's a good thing, somehow thinking that if we don't admit that it's in our lives, if we don't admit that it's in our heart, that it somehow isn't going to have a negative effect on us. But those are lies of the devil. For you see, nothing is hidden to Jesus. He sees and he knows it all, but when we build up this wall between us and him by harboring sin in our lives, by choosing things that put us outside the will of God, the only person we're hurting is ourselves because we are moving ourselves away from the place where the glory is coming out, where the blessings are flowing, and where there are blessings, there is peace. See, we are removing ourselves from God's will for our life, which is always going to cause us a dissonance. We're going to have a longing in our heart as God draws us towards him, and as we fight him and pull ourselves away, this is a way that we have tons and tons of angst in our life. See, he's peace. And in this world, we're going to have trouble. He tells us that. But when we lean on him, when we come to him, when we fully allow him to have control of the situation, then we can have peace because he's never lost a battle. And David told us that the battle is not his, it belongs to the Lord. And so our battles, our problems in our lives, as we are going along in this world where Satan is trying to buffet us, 
They belong to the Lord and we're not going to lose them. He has given us a full armor in Ephesians 6 to help us understand exactly how to fight against the devil. And we aren't the one fighting. We are simply following as he fights our battles. That means we follow by being in the place we're supposed to be. That means we follow by doing the things we're supposed to do. That means we follow by having the people around us we're supposed to have. That means we follow by not being where we're not supposed to be. That we follow by not doing the things we shouldn't do. See, there's a responsibility as a Christian to act like Christ. And his grace is sufficient to get us through our every problem when we receive the grace he has for us to do his will and to be in a right fellowship with him. See, the world isn't going to give you peace. Peace in the world is circumstantial. When things are going well, then you might feel peaceful. But when problem comes your way, even the slightest issue, you begin to feel stressful. You begin to lose that peace. But the peace of Jesus is not circumstantial. It is constant. See, Jesus doesn't change with the problems in your life. Jesus doesn't change as you face multiple different circumstances. He is a constant friend, a help in time of need. He is a constant source of joy. He is a constant source of grace. He is a constant resource of wisdom. He is a constant source to guide us and lead us and direct us, and he never takes a day off. See, in the midst of your troubles, you can have joy because the relationship you have with Jesus is secure and it's strong. And you realize that regardless of what the circumstances are, there is peace between you and God and he is loving you and holding you and keeping you and protecting you. And nothing is happening in your life that he hasn't said, it's okay to be there. There's nothing happening in your world today that He hasn't given you what you need to get through it to the other side. We go through valleys sometimes, not for ourselves perhaps, but because other people can see what a relationship with Jesus can bring you through. See, sometimes our problems give other people a glimpse into the glory and the power of God. We live it out in our lives. And so if you are in the midst of the storm in your life, you don't have to be fretting. You don't have to be worried. You don't have to have fear. As you recall the account in the scriptures and Peter's in in, in the boat and there's a storm and he looks out and he sees this figure on the water and he says, Lord, if it be you, bid me come. Peter did not have to bid Jesus into the situation to call unto him in the situation. He was already there, but he had to acknowledge him. He had to come to him and ask him for help. But he was already on the scene. He was already there, arms open wide, ready to help Peter. You recall when the disciples are in the boat, 
tossing to and fro. They're scared. And they go in and they wake the master. They wonder, why are you sleeping? Well, he's sleeping because he knew there was peace. He knew everything was going to be all right. And so he asked the disciples, oh, ye of little faith. We don't want to be those people of little faith. We want to be people of strong faith. And when you have strong faith, you have peace because your trust is in a God that cannot fail. And so it doesn't kind of wane and wax with the situation. It is just secure because you know that you are secure in him. In 1 John 4, 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Fear causes you lots of angst. But Jesus says that perfect love casts out fear. And he loves us perfectly. So when we reciprocate that love, and when we place our faith in him, then we can have a peace that the world won't understand. We can have a peace that may not make sense to everyone around us, but it makes sense to us because we have placed our hands in the hand of an almighty God who loves us and cares for us, who supplies our every need, who is omnipotent, who is omniscient, who is on the scene, who can help us. And we have a perfect peace because it's not our battle, it is his. In Genesis 15, 1, we hear this. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. We could do a message in that last part of this verse easily. Is he your exceeding great reward? Is all that you are focused on completely centered around the goodness of God? Do you realize that when you have a personal relationship with God, that that is the trophy, that that is the reward that that gives you a life filled with blessings and harmony and peace and joy? So there's no need to fear because he is ever watching. Do you understand that today? We see in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, he says, Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Let your requests be made unto God with thanksgiving. Are you so in love with Jesus, and so knowledgeable about who he is because of the time you spend in prayer and the time you spend in his scriptures that you know when you pray that he is listening and that he has your best interest at heart. If that is true in every circumstance and in every situation, you are going to be able to feel the peace of God. See, right now, I want you to trust in Jesus. I want you to know that if you ask him to give you peace and you ask him into your life, that that is enough. And I want you to know that he has everything under control because the peace he gives is secure and backed by him. And he can deliver. And he will deliver.
If you have any questions as to the capabilities of God to deliver you from a difficult situation, I turn your eyes to the Hebrew children in the fiery furnace. And they said, my God will deliver me. Regardless of whether it was to take them out of the fire or to choose to take them on with him. These boys didn't care what the outcome was because they knew that God was with them and wherever God is, there is peace and joy and protection. And they didn't care where their feet was going to end up because they knew that he was with them. And when they looked into the fire after these three boys had been thrown in, there was a fourth man in the fire and he was likened to the son of God. The fourth man is in the fire. The fourth man is in the situation. You can have peace. And nobody can take that peace away. You can give it away. You can raise the white flag of surrender and begin to look around you at the world and begin to hear the lies of the devil. Or you can choose to gird up yourself with the armor of God in Ephesians 6 and to shore your trust and faith in Jesus and allow him to fight your battles and to realize that no matter where your feet lie, No matter what your circumstances are, there is a fourth man in the fire and there is a God that loves you who is able, capable, and willing that is walking beside you. Today I urge you to ask Jesus to show you him in such a way that you can feel his wonderful peace. Remember that you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Girl. Not that melancholy, never.
Thank